insecurities and mental roadblocks, the narrative that we tell ourselves in our mind can actually stop us from growing and finding our personal identity. We don't realize how much our personal identity and our personal voice are so connected. Today, we'll present strategies to help you find your personal identity and have a breakthrough moment. Welcome to the Strategy Rewind Podcast. I am your host, Miguel LeBron. Here at the Strategy Rewind Podcast, we look at the relationship between goals, strategies, belief, and objective breakthrough. I'm so excited for today's episode. Hey, if we haven't met before, thank you for being connected here today. I am a father, a leader, an author, a strategy coach, and mentor, and I partner with individuals who have a goal but need a strategy. And in this podcast, we focus on the strategy to help you have a breakthrough moment. There's a biblical story you might have heard of. The story is of a man named Job, and in the story, he loses everything but regains it back 10 times fold. There's a reason why I want to start today's episode with this story. It's really to notice a couple things. In the first verse, it lets us know that he was blameless, a man of complete integrity. We notice here something, and it is that his identity was not found on his possessions, which is awesome because of the fact that when we continue to read his story, we see that this was a man with a lot of possessions. He was the richest man in the East. Now, I'm not going to go too far into his story, I just want to highlight the fact that his identity as an individual, as a person, was not found in his possessions. Yet how many times do we associate our identity to the career we have? Or we associate our identity to the type of parent we are. Or we associate our identity to what other individuals think about us. Listen, self-identity has nothing to do with what other individuals think about you. It's about what you think of yourself. But honestly, oftentimes we occupy so much, we take so much, we do so many things. And although the day has 24 hours, we somehow pack them all up. And so we don't get a chance to actually sit down and ask ourselves the serious question of who am I and what do I want to do? What do I want out of my life? And because we don't take a moment to sit in these thoughts, well, we kind of just go through life thinking, well, I'm a good father. I guess that means I'm a good person. But being a father is not the primary part of my identity. That's not all of who I am. And if you only look at that side, well, I may be a fantastic father, but you're going to miss out on the other awesome parts of me. And if we only look at one side of your life, we're going to miss out on the totality of who you are. Your identity is much more than that. So how do we do it? How do we find our identity? I want to present to you three strategies in order to help you find your identity. But I want to first present to you something that you may or may not have heard of, and it is that there is something called healthy comparison. Healthy comparison. I know I know that when we talk about comparing ourselves to someone else, oftentimes we have this negative connotation. The word 
to compare, to say I'm comparing myself to someone else has a negative connotation because, hey, they're in their own lane. And even oftentimes when we talk about strategy, you shouldn't compare yourself to someone else because strategy is a defined number of steps to get you to a specific objective breakthrough. And so someone may be two steps away, but you may be 10 steps away. In that sense, you should not compare yourself. However, what I'm about to present to you (laughs) is a healthy comparison. You see, when I was uh, about 17, 18 years old, I had just returned back from Puerto Rico, probably a year into my return, and I hadn't really gotten to the places that I wanted to be, meaning I had not really gotten my license, my car, with so many other things that I had not accomplished within that move, within that transition. I'm originally born and bred here in Rochester, New York. I went to Puerto Rico, lived there a few years, and came back. When I came back, I just wasn't where I wanted to be. Now, this played so much with my personal identity and my self-esteem because I remember going to church and I remember seeing this beautiful, smart, intelligent young lady. And even though I was so attracted to her and to what she was doing, I felt like I wasn't enough to be able to go talk to her. The reason was because the youth at that moment was such an eclectic, was such a robust youth. We had individuals from literally all parts of the world, it seemed like, individuals with so many different backgrounds. And when I looked around to the individuals who were 17, 18, my age demographic, I said, man, these guys are ahead of me. Not only do they have a relationship with her because they knew her for a longer time, but also they had cars, they, they were going to careers and internship and all of these things. And I was like, man, I'm so far behind. I got to step it up. But here's what I did. As we talk about healthy comparison, I first began to look around. I said, okay, who is possibly the biggest threat? And I looked around. I said, mm, there he is right there. And I looked at him and I said, I know. All right, this guy got it going on. This, this guy had a good job. He had good hair. He had all the good things. <laughs> so I said to myself, I need to step it up. I wasn't comparing myself to be envious, to be jealous or to sabotage or anything like that. I didn't do any of those things. I simply went ahead and said, okay, I need to step it up. He got a license. I need to get my license. And I did. I said, okay, he got a car. I need to get me a car. But you know, everybody from different financial backgrounds. So I had me this geo tracker. It had rust on the floor, but it was my floor. <laughs> it wasn't that pretty car, but it was my car. Okay. You know, the, the, the self-esteem in me began to build up because I was actually accomplishing all of these goals that I was setting out for myself. I had a license, had a car. I was paying my car insurance. I had a job that I was working at, you know, and then when I turned 18, my mom said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to move out. And she said, I got you. I'm going to help you out. And so I went ahead and moved out, had my own apartment. And when I looked, I said, wait a minute, I'm ahead compared to who I was comparing myself with. So it wasn't a negative comparison into where I was angry, mad, frustrated. It was okay. I knew I needed to step my game up and I had. However, here's one of the things that I didn't even realize that what was happening, and it is actually our number one strategy that you have to do in order to find your self-identity, your personal identity. Number one, establish goals for you. The key word here is for you, not for anyone else, for you. Because in my mind, I said, man, she is out of my league. I am not enough. I ain't bringing enough to the table. I'm done. The conversation over. He won. It's done. (laughs) So I said, I got to work on me so that I can get where I got to get to if the opportunity opens up because I didn't give up. I just, you know, I just I just fell back for a little bit because I had to work on me. And here's the thing. I set my goals, but I set my goals for myself. 
And so what happened was that as I got my license, I got my car, I got my job, I had an apartment, I didn't realize that what I was actually doing was building self-confidence because all of the promises that I was making to me, I was actually completing them. And because I was completing the promises that I said to me and I saw that other individuals valued my opinion, valued my input, valued what I was saying, I said, wait a minute, um, I know I'm bringing value to the table then. And so this actually worked in my mind, in my vision of me. This worked in my confidence. And what I would say, number one, is set goals for you, not for anyone else for you, not for your mama, not for your daddy, not even for that girl you like. Do it for you. Do it for you. A strategy number one, strategy number two is meditate. Meditate. Take time to be alone. Oftentimes when we think about meditation, maybe you may think about yoga and rolling out mats and sitting with a crew and and humming and doing all those things. What I'm talking about is sitting with your own thoughts, sitting by yourself. Let me ask you something. When's the last time you went to lunch by yourself? When's the last time you sat down by yourself and just thought by yourself about the things you want to do? And oftentimes we clutter our calendars so much that we don't have the time to just sit by ourselves and really think about the things we want to accomplish. I would encourage you to go ahead, take time to sit by yourself and ask yourself, am I where I want to be? Where do I want to be? What do I want to do? What difference do I want to make? What legacy do I want to leave? You have to begin to ask yourself these questions. Begin to sit with your thoughts. Begin to meditate and ask yourself, if I lost everything, if everything was gone, what would be of me? Think back of the story of Job where his identity wasn't with all the things he had. His identity was actually with his character. And number three is journaling. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, You may have a whiteboard. I have a whiteboard in my office and I write things there. Write it down. I also have a series of notebooks and I also take notes in my phone. I mean, just write it down. And I use my blog to journal about my journey that I share with all of you on a weekly basis. In fact, I've produced a blog article which is titled Stop Crowdfunding Your Confidence. Check out that blog because I think it's going to help you as you continue to move forward in finding your personal identity. Your personal identity is not what other individuals think about you. It's about what you think of yourself. So number one, set goals and set goals for you. Number two, meditate. Take time to sit with yourself in your thoughts and ask yourself these difficult questions. And number three, write, 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 journal, journal, and be honest with you. I want to bring in today a personal identity coach. Her name is Alicel Guerrero from Mexico. Yes, from Mexico City. Alisa, let the people know about you for those who aren't familiar with the work you're doing. Hello, Miguel. Thank you for the invitation. I'm super honored to be here with you. And well, I'm a life coach and I mix life coach tools with personal brand tools. So it's an interesting mix because it's kind of marketing, but also personal branding. And it's also based on my own journey that I needed to um, pass in the past uh, years. But yeah, I I realized that um, marketing by itself is not enough. By marketing yourself, you need to start from inside to outside and not only with this cold, normal or usual strategies, so that's why I also learned this life coaching part. So I, when I work with my client, I like to mix both. And I do both group coaching and also one-on-ones. 
I actually became aware of Alicel through Instagram. She was sharing through her Instagram page all of the information with regards to mindset and growth. And I'm going to let you share this because you actually took a moment of coming from behind the camera. Talk to us a bit about that transition. So it started uh, one year and a half ago when I felt COVID times at the beginning of it. I started to have a lot of ideas in my mind because I consumed so much content. I was reading a lot and I was uh, listening to podcasts and I felt like I needed a tribe or a community to share all that was in my head with. But I was super shy to put my name, my face and share my story. So I started Anonymous on an Instagram account with another name. Actually, it was called Self-Discovery Journey and with like a super random image. And I was just sharing quotes or I was sharing learnings from the books. And then slowly, I think it took three to six months from people to start asking me what was my name, where I was from and everything. And that's what made me wonder like, okay, maybe I should share a little bit about me. But in my mind, that I, if I kept sharing my face or my story that was a bit narcissistic so it, it was you know like my own the, the own story I was telling to myself and it was a limiting belief but that's why I was not sharing myself and I was really really shy I didn't want to be found by my family or my friends for some reason uh, I think it was ego that uh, that's why I was hiding and I, I was so afraid of others would, that others would tell like oh look what she's doing oh honey imagine that that um yeah, the narrative in my mind, and it was a super slow process, really. Uh, I don't know how it was yours, but for me, it took like really months, I would say, to start sharing more about me. But it, it, it came from um, others asking me, and then I realized the need of others if they wanted, if they found valuable my content, but they wanted to connect more with me, then they need to know my story. So then, otherwise, I would be, as I mentioned, a robot or like something super random if, it, if they don't find a face of that account so it was like a really slow process but it, i enjoyed it so much uh, after all uh, but that video they the the igtv it took like really days to record it and then weeks to publish it but then after that it just becomes easier yeah you know i like that the fact that you're saying it took time and it sounds like it really the issue there was that narrative that you were telling yourself that mental story and oftentimes when we talk about that personal identity, that's really the issue, right? That that narrative, that story we tell ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you tell to yourself all the time. And it's just limiting beliefs. And it's ego because at the end of the day, others want to know you more. So if you do it from the from a bigger purpose and love point of view, then it just becomes easier. Now, Litzel, for those who are listening and they're saying, man, I want to... I want to step from behind the camera. I want to step in the forefront of what my purpose is. Those who want to share their message and they really want to find their personal identity, right? They want to share this message. What strategy do you have for that individual who's listening and saying, what do I need to do to take it to the next step and ultimately have an objective breakthrough? First, know yourself. So start with a like really inner work, inner discovery. It can be with a therapist it can be by yourself with books it can be just questioning to more or less know which is your personality what are your weaknesses your strengths so if you start from inside to, to know like okay these are my values these are this is my style uh, and this is the way I want to communicate 
And then you can start with a, with the format that is the easiest for you. For me, it was written content, even if I'm not a native um, English speaker or writer, but for me, it was the easiest. I started writing and then it became easier later on to make a video because I had the content and I had the structure in my mind. From the article, I just uh, migrated it or repurposed it into a video. So if it's easier for you or like this, like a podcast, if you are better at talking and you don't want to show your, your face at the beginning, then you can just choose this format that goes the best for you. You know, Ali said that's such awesome insight, because as you were mentioning that you started from that place of love, of really loving yourself, loving your message and just sharing that. And so if we start from the inside out, we can actually discover our why and then actually move in that identity. Exactly. And I think it's also important that you feel that you have some content to share, because also speaking for the sake of speaking, I think it will lead you nowhere. And when others find valuable what you're saying, then it's going to be easier for you because you will get feedback and stuff like that. But if you just speak and without having like a backup, then it's going to be more difficult to kind of create content. So like become more familiar with a topic that you like. And then it's going to become easier to talk about it because you feel like an expert in that field or in that topic. Now, we've already spoken about your Instagram account and amazing content that you have there. I want to encourage everyone to use the show links to actually be taken there. But you also have a workshop that you're doing some amazing work. So for those who are listening and saying, I want to team up with her, I want to work with her, let the people know how they can do so. Thank you, Miguel. For the nice words, uh, I'm the most active in on Instagram, so alitzel.mentor. Uh, alitzel is A-L-I-D-Z-E-L, because I know it's it's a tricky name, and dot .mentor. That's on Instagram, and from there, we can chat. I really like to have a direct contact with uh, my community, so then they can just DM me, and then from there, we can see what is the most useful or customizable for each person. And I'm really happy to, to help others uh, in this, especially finding their voice or creating their, their online presence because I've been through that. You, you've been there too. And it's, yeah, we know that transformation, how it feels like. You're absolutely right, Alitzel. Finding your own voice is so, so linked with finding your personal identity. I want to thank you so much for being transparent, not only online, but also here today on this podcast episode. Thank you. Thank you so much, Miguel, for the invitation. I want to take this moment to thank everyone who has been connected here today. Thank you. If you found value and insight with the strategies discussed today, check out the show notes for further highlights and helpful links and consider subscribing to be notified when a new weekly episode is available. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as that helps us know that you like this podcast and want more of it. A special thanks to today's guest and please be sure to follow them for more helpful information. Well, I'll connect with you on the next episode of Strategy Rewind, but in between time and in the meantime, check out miguellebron.com where you'll find free resources. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you shortly.